This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Hello and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that is brought to you by the good folks at Bonneville Broadcasting. My name is Rob McDade. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. I work in our public affairs Bureau, unit, whatever we want to say, right? That vernacular we like to use. But this is a show. uh, For the next 13 minutes, we like to highlight anything to do with your public safety here in the city of Phoenix and surrounding Valley. For all those uh, that we serve, as we know, with automatic aid, you see the red trucks in your neighborhood no matter where you live most of the time. Uh, Today's topic is very timely, I would say. Uh, I'm looking to my right, but this is on the radio. But if you were here, I'd be looking at Allie Pardee, my co-host. Allie, how are you? Wonderful. Thank you. We're back at it here on the radio, which is always good. Yes. So our guest today is Brett Dolson, who is the director of the Phoenix Office of Emergency Management. Brett, did I get that right? You got that 100% right. (laughs) So how about we just do a little bit of background of you. How did you get here? Where do you come from? What do you know? Cotton Eye Joe. Okay. <laughs> that goes. Uh, well, thank you for uh, allowing me to be here today. Yes. Um, I am a Valley native for the most part. Uh, the first four years of my life were spent in Minneapolis, but I don't remember that too much. <laughs> Talk uh, about extremes. Uh, yeah. Very much extremes. Uh, my, my father moved us out here because he got tired of shoveling snow. Okay. So, a common theme. Uh, said if it ever snowed here, he was going to move to Mexico. That never happened. <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, I've been uh, in public safety since uh, about 1983. I wow. actually started in the fire service. Uh, started in wildland fire in the scrubs down here. Wow. Um, I went to structural firefighting for a little while. Needed to find something a little less dangerous, and uh, became a police officer. So oh, I was geez. with almost 28 years with Mesa Police Department, wow. uh, and had a great career. But the last 10 years of it, I was doing emergency management. I was in charge of the emergency operations center, doing training, doing a lot of that stuff. Really developed a passion for it. And when I retired from the police department, I looked for an emergency management gig that I could apply to it full time and uh, wound up at APS. I was at Arizona Public Service for about two years uh, as an emergency manager. Uh, And an opening came up in Scottsdale. And I went to, uh, applied at Scottsdale and got the job there. Uh, I know how cities work. And I became much more comfortable in the city environment than than in the corporate environment. Uh, Not that APS was bad. I learned a lot about how power was developed, how power was restored, particularly during monsoon season, which we're Mm going to talk about. Uh, But uh, I got some great experience, but I wanted to get back to a city. And Scottsdale hired me, fortunately enough. And four years later, uh, I was recruited to come over to the city of Phoenix as the deputy uh, emergency management director. Uh, and not knowing that six months later I was going to be in the uh, yeah. director's seat. Uh, and that's where I've been ever since. And uh, I've been here for uh, going on three years. This monsoon season will be my third in the office. Uh, and uh, just having a good time. Well, I couldn't think of a better fit for somebody with your resume to say that you come from, you know, APS, which, like you said, that's a big you know, for them, that 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 is something that this is they, they are surrounded by all of these emergencies. It seems to really affect them. Then you had the, you know, the the peace officer, and then all of that. So, what a resume and what a great fit for us. And you're right. Let's talk about the timeliness of what you do. I guess 
Why don't we just give a brief overview of what is the Office of Emergency Management? Well, the Office of Emergency Management, and, and up until recently, we were known as the Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Management. Uh, the, the Homeland Security piece, we're still involved with to a, to a certain degree, but our main focus is emergency preparedness. Uh, and and I, I kind of talk, when I talk about uh, community preparedness, I talk about a little bit of preparedness goes a long way. We'll talk about that a little bit as we, we inch toward monsoon season. Uh, but we do... Uh, you know, particularly in the off season, which I consider anything that's not monsoon season to be off season for us. So that's our emergency. It's between the extreme heat and the storms. That's our emergency. But in the off season, we prepare. We do planning. We do training. We do exercises. We try to advance our own education because I'm a lifelong learner. Uh, I'm uh, constantly learning new things. And I used to tell my, my folks, as soon as you think you know everything about what you're doing, it's time for you to leave. Yeah. Uh, and I, I follow that very, very carefully. Uh, so we do a lot of preparedness. We do a lot of um, exercises if, as we can. Uh, we make sure our emergency operations center is ready. We make sure our departments are co- uh, collaborating together uh, in this preparedness effort across the city because when it comes down to it we all have to work together Uh, i I tell people frequently i'm an emergency manager which means i don't own anything i know people who own things and i take (laughs) from them Uh, i don't know i don't know have any fire trucks but i know where i can get some Uh, and that takes relationships and that takes coordination and that's what we do during the off time during monsoon season is when we're ready to put it all together. So with having, you know, like you said, three different backgrounds, you had the fire background, mm-hmm. you had the police background, and then working with APS, you, you've established those relationships. You see where, you know, those pockets are of when you need a fire truck, when you need PD's mm-hmm. help or whatever. So when you are, you know, starting to approach monsoon season, what does that look like, establishing those relationships? Well, fortunately, if we wait until it's time to have those relationships, it's too late to develop them. Uh, so we work to make sure everybody, we know who everybody is. They know who we are. We develop those relationships ahead of time uh, so that when I call and say, I need XYZ, it's, yeah. it's not going to be somebody coming out of nowhere and their first question is, I'm sorry, who are who, you again? Yeah, who is this <laughs> yeah. asking for our help? That's, yeah. That means we've failed mm. <laughs> miserably. So uh, we try to make sure we keep those relationships going. Uh, I'm uh, in the position I'm in. I worked – you yes. both know I work for the fire department yes. now. Yeah. Uh, but before that, I worked directly in the city manager's office, mm. uh, which means I had access to all the city directors. I uh, it were, was in meetings with them on a regular basis. Uh, so they know me, I know them, and I have everybody's uh, you know, phone number mm-hmm. in my phone uh, so I can get a hold of them directly. If I waited until the monsoon season hits and we have street flooding or we have residential flooding or we have power lines down, it's too late for me to be introducing myself and say, oh, yeah. by the way, I'm the emergency manager mm-hmm. for the city. That's a little too late. Well, I could speak personally that you and I have worked for years over in in the you know operations center that we have the EOC the emergency mm-hmm. operations center, and I was very impressed in the fact that, for lack of a better term, you could work a room and you were talking to folks from the FBI from the mm-hmm. sheriff's department, and I think that's why that I, I do truly believe they have the right person for the right job. So I look at the OEM Office of Emergency Management as. You don't know you need it till you need it, right? And then you're bombarded, right? So let's talk about what that would look like. Let's talk about 
We've had 100-year floods here recently. Mm -hmm. We've had roofs of apartment complex blown off in microbursts. Your team goes into into action, and it's really connecting the dots, right, to make sure that those folks in that apartment complex where now we have 70 families that are displaced and we have injuries, that's where you start working. Walk us through how you would make sure you disconnect all the way from the Red Cross to the to the first responders right there to make sure what that we're we're taking care of those folks properly. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's our focus is is to make sure that um, those who are impacted by disaster are taken care of. That's our that's our goal. Uh, it's it's always life safety first. That that's always the first thing we think about. Uh, and and you're right. Last monsoon season was a little bit wild and woolly at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one apartment complex that had a four foot wall of water come through their north wall. Wow! Take out the wall and then flooded about thirty six apartments in there. Um, we were on the phone with Red Cross very early in that. We were on the phone with our Parks and Recs Department, with our Human Services Department, uh, and we were setting up a shelter for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, it didn't end up being necessary for as many people as we thought there was going to be. Uh, but I'd rather have it set up and then say, okay, mm-hmm. we can close it down because we weren't, we didn't need it rather than having people sitting out in the cold and the wet and and everything waiting for us to open a shelter. Uh, so, yeah, uh, last last summer tested us. Uh, we had, uh, you know, a couple of roofs come in on buildings. We had this flooding. We always have street flooding somewhere. Yes. Every monsoon season we have street flooding somewhere. Uh, so, you know, those are the things we track, and, and we pay attention to those uh, and if you ever come into my office during monsoon season, you'll see multiple screens up with uh, weather radar. We're in, we're in touch with National Weather Service. We're in touch with the Flood Control District of Maricopa County uh, and their information just so we can stay aware of it, yeah. uh, stay, maintain that situational awareness and be ready to act if we have to. Uh, and a lot of times we're sending updates to people saying, hey, you know, we're watching this dam in this particular part of the city that – yeah, it's rising, and we're going to keep an eye on it, but just so we're put on, you know, kind of on deck. I, is it is it fair to say that you guys are you're very proactive, not always just reactive, like, you know, with that wall of water that went through the apartment and mm-hmm. things like that? You know, on your guys' website, we went on there today, and there's emergency planning kits and things like that. So can you talk about, you know, if someone's listening to this and we're ahead of monsoon season, what can they be preparing for? Yeah, and 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 that's I've you've seen our website, so you know we have a list mm-hmm. of things that they can be prepared for. But you know, during monsoon season, some of the things we see every year at some point is we see strong winds. We see those thunderstorms come rolling through or developing in thin air. Sometimes it seems, and we have those those monsoon storm winds coming through, and they have a tendency to turn things into projectiles. Right? <laughs> you have patio furniture nicely organized in your backyard, and <laughs> sun, suddenly it's all pushed up against your house, and you have a couple of broken windows. That's a bad thing. So we tell people, you know, don't leave projectiles out there yeah. for it. Uh, maintenance. You know, we talked about a couple of roofs coming in and a couple of uh, big buildings. You know, making sure that gutters are clear, make sure that drains are clear so that 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 water can get off of the roof and doesn't create damage. It takes an inch of water in your house to create big damage issues. So that's something that if they do some maintenance, they can protect. But also, we've been suggesting to people you get flood insurance because you never know where that big rainstorm is going to come. You have uh, a half inch of rain in, in two hours 
that's nothing. It runs off. Mm -hmm. You have an inch of rain in 30 minutes, we're going to have a problem. Well, and our weather's so unpredictable here. It's like dry for how many months, and our roofs are not prepared for it, and then it rains all day one day and sits there, and yeah. You know, we have a great relationship with the National Weather Service, and we're in touch with them even now as we build up toward monsoon season. Uh, But one of the things I'd say about monsoon season every year is it's predictably unpredictable. (laughs) Yes. It's just perfect definition. it, It never goes quite like it's planned. Well, Brett Dolson, the director of the emergency, the Office of Emergency Management, uh, I Googled really quick. We're, we're, we're running out of time, which we always do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's where we found the, the, uh, all the information. I just put in City of Phoenix, OEM, mm-hmm. and it was at the fingertips. And I know you have some big plans ahead. You're moving into a new office down at Fire Admin, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're glad to have you in our footprint. Um, but uh, let's hope for a very non-catastrophic season, but at the same time, if it does, we know that we're ready and we're prepared. Thank you. I, I really are working strongly at that right now is to make sure that we're prepared, but also we want to make sure the public is prepared. Well, fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us today. And Allie Pardee, my co-host, thank you for being here today. Mm-hmm. And thank you for joining us for Valley Watch. Again, a big shout out to our good friends over at Bonneville Broadcasting here in the KTR studios. Please have a safe, happy, and healthy week ahead of you and join us next week. Take care.